following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back after the break. I'm here in the studio. We're live on Parenting Hour and 93.5 Unity FM. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you to our Luton listeners for listening in on 105.1. I'm here with Dr. Aram, mashallah, and we've been um, discussing before the break about stress and how it affects the body and in symptoms that we don't often think about, um, with headaches, with feeling low, etc. And we were trying to, or she was giving me and you some tips around how to deal with stress and the importance of exercise first. And she mentioned that we should be doing a one hour, 50 minutes per week, which is um, a good amount of time. Oh, sorry, 150 minutes per week. Wow, that's correct. 150 minutes per week. Alhamdulillah. So that, um, that's about a half an hour every day. We were calculating it. So that's quite a bit of time that we should be looking after our health, doing some exercises. I forgot to ask you, actually, when we we're talking about that, would housework be considered part of that um, exercise? It depends how vigorous your housework is. You know, <laughs> I think um, that's the problem now. The modern problem is that, you know, we have um, sedentary jobs. Housework is now less challenging. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a century ago, um, uh, about, um, you know, sort of 50 years ago, we would have, um, you know, we'd have to hand wash clothes. And now we have modern appliances like, uh, you know, washing machines and dryers, etc. Um, so that's made it less challenging. So it depends what housework you are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, that could, um, uh, and if, you know, if you enjoy doing housework, I don't know, there are a few people who do. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't. But um, if you do enjoy <laughs> housework, then um, you could make it more challenging, I suppose, if you want to incorporate it into a, an exercise regime. But um, like I said, this, you know, sort of this sedentary um, uh, behavior, it's a modern problem. And mm. with things like TV and social media, you know, mm. they people aren't, you know, as active as they used to no, be. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure before people used to go to factories and you know heavy lifting and mm. uh, there were a lot of um, and you know before cars and bus mm. and modern transport was around, people would walk miles to get yep. to work um, yep. and back. We don't do anywhere exactly, and you know, I, I look back at my own life. I, we, we had to walk to school as a child, two and a half miles to mm-hmm. school, and two and a half miles home. So that was five miles a day mm-hmm. that we walked as, as children to school, and um, it was just normal way of life. Everybody mm-hmm. was doing the same thing. Everybody was either riding their bicycles or walking. So people were much more active, uh, and their lives were more active. Alhamdulillah. But nowadays, it seems to be that we have all these convenience as far as and we still don't have time and we're still being stressed so we were talking about exercise and then we sp- mentioned a little bit also before the break about diet mm-hmm. and the importance of a healthy diet that's right mm. and we often forget that a, a healthy diet and what it consists of a healthy mm-hmm. diet and mm-hmm. with processed foods now and convenient foods we tend to pick them up thinking yes they, they look fine mm-hmm. they look healthy but actually fact they're not so healthy for us so we mm. should be more careful uh, of what Absolutely. we buy and your five mm. a day you know um, oh. adequate amount mm. of fruit and vegetables in your diet it's very important and to look for hidden fats and sugars yeah. in your um you know in your um in the food that you do yeah. buy in the processed food i find it hard sorry t- sorry to interrupt you there dr erm i find it hard myself and maybe some of the listeners might find it hard in, in getting in my five a day mm-hmm. 
because the day is really so short <laughs> and where do I get all of this I do love my dates so mm-hmm. I do have uh, seven dates every morning with my breakfast which is porridge and honey and dates mm-hmm. so that's probably my healthiest meal for the day <laughs> but after that it's just so hard to get in the the fruit in there you know maybe vegetables and salad for dinner yes but the fruit that that is recommended I carry it around with me so I carry fruit in my bag um, mm. you know a banana pear or I'd, I'd, I have some you know washed in, in, in my car so that if I'm you know if I'm on the go and I'm mm. feeling a bit hungry I'll just pick up an apple or something before um, so it is quite easy you know if mm. you add a glass of you know, orange juice or vegetable juice to mm. your diet as well. Mm. You're able to, if you have a salad for lunch, okay. that could contribute. That know. would contribute, and the glass of juice would contribute. So if yes, I had certain. a glass of fruit juice, yes. Uh, I mean, I'm um, going to have to read the labels, etc. But of yes, of course, yes. So yeah. it needs to be fresh fruit juice yes. or something like this. Yes. But there is a lot of restaurants now that are also doing nice fresh fruit juice. Yes. So rather than just having the coffee or the cappuccino. Yeah. Yeah. I would be healthier if I picked the fruit juice. Proof, yes, you would be. Uh, but again, you've got to be careful because um, fruit juice also contains a lot of sugar. Okay. It's natural sugar, but yeah. it's a lot of sugar. So it's um, it's a question of, you know, limiting the amount that you actually have. Okay, okay. So, you know, I, I just can't go in there. I need no. to, to be more aware of, yes. of the sugar content. Sure. Okay, inshallah. So is there other things that I should be looking at if I was stressed or what I could um, do? Yes, um, I mean your sleep as well. Your sleep's mm. really important, you know. Um, on average, people sleep around six to eight hours um, mm. a day, but um, which is recommended. But you, some people are sleeping less. Um, again, with social media, they're on their f- mobile phones before going to bed or iPads mm. or laptops before going to bed. And that actually has shown to disturb your sleep, especially with children. Mm. So I would keep your bedroom um, free of sort of these sort of gadgets, especially, mm. you know, and just use your bedroom to sleep in. Mm. Um, because TVs, phones, screens, you know, all the... Um, all the sort of electrical, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, electrical items they can interfere with your sleep. Yeah. Um, also, there is, um, you know, if you drink a lot of caffeine, that can interfere with your sleep too. Right. So, right. Um, if you are, people are having sleep, you know, if you're having sleep difficulties, it does cause, um, you know, uh, it, you know, it does make you feel very fatigued, very tired. Yeah. So. Uh, with uh, I, you know, the first thing when a patient comes to me with sleep problems, um, I, you know, I ask them about their caffeine intake and yeah. to, to look at reducing it, right. particularly after six pm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that that can help. Yeah. There's uh, with sleep as well. There is something um, um, called sleep apnea. Right. Yes, it's um, it's a condition where during. In layman's terms, it's during your sleep you actually hold your breath, um, and the, you're you're not getting enough oxygen. Um, uh, you're not breathing in enough oxygen. So this can commonly present with snoring as well. So if you know somebody who snores very badly, I'd mm. suggest that they you recommend them to see their GP. Um, it can also present with daytime somnolence. So basically, during the day you would want to. You, uh, you, if you, you find yourself nodding off or you're very tired yeah, when yeah. you wake up in the morning, yeah. again, that something can be uh, seen. Um, it can be you can be examined and investigated by an ear, no- nose, and throat doctor yeah. to yeah. M- to make sure you're not suffering with sleep apnea. Now, I, with I, sorry, yes, yes, and now with sleep apnea, it does increase your risk of heart disease and um, diabetes. Mm. So, 
Um, if you know someone who's snoring a lot or who's mm-hmm. very sleepy midday, um, ask them to see their GP to be assessed. Okay, so how I mean, snoring a lot? What what does snoring a lot mean? Because I know people snore when they're really very tired, but that wouldn't be every night. Mm. It would be kind of you know an, an exception. Tired, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if it's exception, it's fine. Mm. But if it's every night, you know, right. then there, there may be a problem right. that needs to be addressed mm. because. Um, you know, if the uh, body's not receiving enough oxygen during your mm. sleep, that can lead to a lot of problems. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure it can disturb a lot of marriages and uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> some marriages on the brink of breaking down because... Because of snoring, snoring yes, yeah. yes. Mm. So f- definitely to get investigated for that because a poor quality of sleep also can give rise to you being feeling very tired, lethargic and not wanting to um, uh, and, and, and just basically can contribute to your mm. stress mm-hmm. um, yeah. in your day, day-to-day lives too. True. Um, what about a tidy bedroom? Have you mm. ever heard of this before? And I know I tidied my bedroom this weekend and I felt so good that it was so nice and neat that and everything fresh, you know, that I just f- felt more calmer going into bed. Is that something... Um, that would help people to go to sleep or is that just you know part and parcel of putting things away and tidying things away I think it's um, part and parcel of you know uh, when I you know I suppose when you're more organized you feel a bit more relaxed because Mm. you haven't got clutter in front of you and you know you want to just tidy up yeah you know, I tidied my car this weekend. I feel much better. You know, okay, so yes, yeah, it yes, is. Yes, you know, it's something similar. It's a positive thought. Yes, yeah, that you, yeah. that you. Um, so keeping, yeah, obviously cleanliness um, yeah. will help reduce your stress. Okay, um, yeah. and also things like you know, um, um, helping others. You know, to mm. try and uh, so if you're finding that you you need to take time out time out for yourself, perhaps looking at volunteering. You know, and that could um, also, you know, increases your sense of well-being and yeah. um, and raises your self-esteem as well. So that would be um, uh, that would be something good to do. Yes, and I think volunteering is really important, and we should encourage our parents and our mm-hmm. listeners that are listening to this program if you're do have spare time to volunteer because it's really good to be giving back to others. And I think part of giving back is we will feel better. I'm going to play another Nasheed now, um, the big family from Maharzain again. So I hope that people may think about volunteering. What kind of lines would they like to volunteer with or who would they like to volunteer with to, as giving back, as part of a society here and giving back. So I hope you enjoy this Nasheed, inshallah.
But sometimes we're happy to breathe, I breathe We love, walk, talk and we smile Between us two, we're part of one family. No matter how far you are, and even if we don't know each other, oh, you and me, me and you, we are one. Oh, you're my brother, you're my sister. Mashallah, that was so nice listening to Maher Zain, One Big Family, You're My Brother and You're My Sister. And it's so, it's so calming to think that we are all brothers and sisters here together and we should be helping each other. And if we do have a few moments, a few minutes or a few hours in our week, that we can volunteer, that we can give back to others, that we can help our neighbour next door, whether they're Muslim or not Muslim, but see if they're OK, see if they need anything from the shops or see if they need a bit of gardening done or we can volunteer in organisations and, and help other people there that might need that help. So you encourage your patients to, to take up volunteering. Yeah, to take up volunteering, to take up things that um, they also enjoy, you know, so if there are any courses that would help them progress onto, um, you know, a career of some sort, I, I encourage people to do mm. that. Mm. But volunteering, yes, is very important, you know, it's, it's very important to, you know, it, it boosts your self-confidence and self-esteem and you also learn so much you you learn from one another mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is so true we've just finished three parenting programs actually between yesterday and today and um, we're going to be training up some people from those uh, sparklers we call them so these are peer mentors where they're going to be mentoring other parents and oh, helping goodness. parents with which issues or helping to organize coffee mornings where parents can meet together or walks in the park with these lovely sunny days to to go out in the park for walks or to go to 
for example, an old people's home where they can all meet together and get to know pe- their their neighbours that maybe are not quite their neighbours now that are in a home somewhere and they don't have any visitors because we're all living in this big community together, this big family really together, uh, all of us together. We should be all giving back and helping each other. I think we don't do enough of that. We don't. We're so busy kind of in our own lives and doing our own things and getting on with things ourselves and with our own children we don't often see the others that may be in need and that are too shy and don't ask for that help so you yes, recommend I agree. It's, you know just um it's it's modern living you know mm. um, um i'm originally from pakistan and mm. uh, you know before people moved out of villages to cities you know they had this you know um you have this family environment so if mm. someone was ill you would go and ask about them if someone needed help you would help them Mm -hmm. but that seems to have you know drifted away with this sort of westernization or um where you know people are so you know they're they're in tight small unit families and Mm. and they don't they don't know their their relatives because everyone's so far away and far apart so it's such a shame that you know this sort of yeah you know this goodness to spread you know you get rewarded for it Exactly. spiritually but mm. also uh, mentally and mm. physically you do get rewarded for it yeah. um, by helping other people mm, you do indeed and it is part of our as you say of our religion our faith to even to give a smile mm. is a charity and how good do you feel when we're smiling it's mm. really wonderful when we're smiling we feel good about ourselves absolutely mm. yes and uh, you know uh, it's um uh, it, it you know it's just taking small steps if mm. you're you are stressed unhappy or you have low mood mm-hmm. um just taking these small set steps will help you you know um uh, uh you know and by helping others again you're rewarded for it spiritually and mm. you know um allah will reward you back and improve your health as well yeah, and thing sure. is also you know to be positive you know mm-hmm. um kathleen you're always bright and bubbly you know <laughs> so uh, that being positive is very important and well, thank you maybe not always but, <laughs> <laughs> but um you know and i think also when you're addressing stress it's um uh, you know it's acceptance of what you can't change mm. it's if you're in a dilemma if there is something serious that's happened in your family and you can't change that and by stressing yourself and stressing other people Mm-hmm. You're you're not going to benefit yourself or the situation, so just to try and be as positive as possible mm-hmm. in in that circumstance. And you know we you know according to our faith we know that God doesn't burden us with a problem we can't bear. Yes, exactly. so it's a part of um, part of your faith mm-hmm. if you're patient. Mm-hmm. But acceptance of what you can't change. It's like okay, so this is a problem. I'm going to uh, there's nothing I can do about it. So how mm-hmm. how can I make this better? Mm-hmm. Or how can I reach a compromise where you know both parties will be happy mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. trying to turn it on its head and, and mm. be more positive mm-hmm. and once you turn it on its head like that and be more positive you probably find there's something small I can do mm-hmm. and when you've achieved that small thing you're kind of chipping away at, at this this bigger problem and it's, this problem becomes smaller because you're chipping away at it and you're working through it bit by bit yeah. a strategy I use mm-hmm. is um, uh, in six months time uh, imagine yourself in six months' time when you look back at this. How are you going to feel? Mm. So when you think about the future and you look back, you think, well, no, it wasn't. It's not really that much of a big deal. I'm giving it far more importance than you. Yeah. I need to. So maybe I should, you know, calm, step back, calm down, and, and yeah. try and take control of the situation. 
and yeah. reevaluate my, you know, reevaluate the situation. That's true, and we don't do that enough. We kind of sometimes, you know, get angry with our children, for example, if they've done something. And was it worth that mm. when you look back at it? So to actually be able to analyse it beforehand would be really, really good. Do you think we have a lot to do to try and reach that stage? Or of course, I think you know it comes with age, you know, as well. <laughs> you know, the uh, you, uh, the older you get, the more experience you have, and you know, uh, and and you're able to reflect. Mm. But supporting people that you know are going through that, that would be a positive thing, you know. Um, if you know someone is going through a particular stress, to text them or ask them about them. How are you? Mm. You okay? Do you need anything? Do you want to go out for a coffee? Yeah. You know, just for them to even ventilate their feelings, you know, to just talk about what's, what is upsetting mm-hmm. them. You know, that would be good for them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a problem shares a problem, problem half, half, isn't yes, it? Yeah. Yes, and some people are really good listeners like this, and and um, would be if you are a good listener, and if there's somebody listening that is a good listener, and they know somebody who is going through stress, maybe just give that listening mm-hmm. ear to them, be available, mm-hmm. have some time that that you're available for them just to talk to you. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's again spiritually beneficial. You will then you'll find yourself if you're ever in that position, Allah will make a way out for you. Mm. So inshallah. Uh, inshallah, and I think one another tip I give people is when you are going through a particular stress to during your prayer, just during your sujood to say, you know, Allah, I'm leaving this all onto you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do, mm-hmm. leaving the, all this stress onto you, yeah. and you and you deal with it for me. And I, when I do that, I feel much better, much mm. much better. Mashallah, yes, alhamdulillah that <coughs> you approach your salah like this and ask dua for Allah to help you, mm-hmm. knowing that Allah will respond. Mm-hmm. Subhanallah, that we have such comfort in our faith. Subhanallah, that not alone can we de-stress with it actually because we can use prayer to de-stress but we can also use the prayer times to to weave in some other activities Mm -hmm. to help us de-stress so there could be um, maybe a visualization that you like to do and you can link it into after Margaret time I'm going to have a few minutes myself just to think about paradise Mm -hmm. think about what is the purpose of life and that will help you ground you again back in reality thinking well was it worth me getting angry for that that was only such a small thing why did I do this and kind of bring you back down again to to earth Mm -hmm. using our religion our faith is really good to help us in in this yes Mm. I think you know people of all faiths they will have elements of this you know where um, they can use uh, you know you use your faith as a form of support as well you know it is Mm. a blessing Mm-hmm. for you to, to have the opportunity and going back to volunteering I'm um, also giving in charity that mm. makes that, that may, will make you feel better yeah. it'll raise you know um, your self esteem or self confidence so mm. giving in charity I recommend as well mm. you know if there is something that is troubling you or stressing stressing you maybe by, by know, subconsciously knowing that you're helping other people that can yeah. benefit you in the long run Mm. it benefits you both spiritually but also emotionally Mm. mashallah that Mm. that is really good tips indeed so we were talking a lot about stress for the last hour and um is there any other tips that we should uh, tell parents about before we uh, finish off for this evening or is there anything that you would like them to know that (coughs) where if if there was if this was a little bit more than normal where they should go to okay now if 
you you know if you are experiencing stress and or symptoms of depression don't sit and sit sit on it on your own don't isolate yourself um go to see your you know see if you can't fa- talk about it with your family mm-hmm. um go and see seek medical help there are it doesn't mean that if you have symptoms of depression that they're going to put you on medicine or or, or you know send you to hospital mm-hmm. but there are you know there are counseling services mm-hmm. out there where you can talk about your feelings and ventilate your feelings you know if especially if someone has passed away or you know that you've gone through some trauma in your life just don't hold on to it because that will create more health problems for you in the long run yeah. Um, so it's best for you to try and ventilate the, whatever emotions that you, you know, trapped emotions that you have to try and ventilate it in the proper in the proper way with the with the right people. Mm-hmm. So uh, that 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 is all really I can say. Um, mm. So just if you are struggling to cope with your with symptoms of depression or stress, to go and seek medical attention. Medication. Thank you ever so much, Dr. Hermit. It was lovely having you in the Thank studio. You. And I know we're going to continue next week. Yes. You're going to be with us again. Is that right? That, that's correct, yes. Yes. So, listeners, if you have some specific issues that you might like to email in, our email address, again, is info or studio at unityfm.net. And um, if you email in, we can address them next week on the show anonymously, of course. And we look forward to hearing from you again in, in uh, over the week inshallah any questions you have have a lovely week inshallah and we leave you now from parenting our look forward